Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach D and Clayton Claw Harris. It is December 19th, Monday afternoon. And, uh, man, wow, what a weekend. I don't know if a lot of you listening were out shopping or cutting down Christmas trees or hanging Christmas lights or working or whatever it was. But this past weekend... As far as uh, the NFL goes and as far as the uh, world of soccer goes, it was a crazy weekend. It don't get any crazier than what we witnessed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, I'm just telling you, um, first of all, the uh, Argentina World Men's World Cup team is victorious and they are the champions of the world. I mean – would we all agree in this room we were all kind of pulling for Argentina? I yeah, I mean yeah, probably so. I you know, I'm 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 going to fess up. I'm just not a huge soccer fan anyway. Uh same here. I mean, Me and I, especially and especially when it comes to the FIFA FIFA, mm-hmm. I think it's run by a bunch of corrupt organized criminals including their uh head guy, the Italian head guy. I think uh, he's slimy and uh, you know, this whole idea of holding the World Cup in Qatar or Qatar or whatever, Qatar, I guess, uh, because that's the right place to hold it and blah, 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 blah. That's all a bunch of crap. The only reason they're holding it there is because those guys paid them the most money. That's right. Yep. And uh, it's not, it's not, it's by far not easy for fans to get to. It's very expensive. They didn't have the infrastructure for it. Um, and so, but anyway, uh, they held the tournament, and uh, all the teams descended upon Qatar, and uh, Argentina came out and went what is being called one of the greatest finals ever to be played. Argentina went up two to nothing, um, and then France made a just a incredible comeback. Uh, Mbappe, uh, their star forward. Um, Scored three goals. Uh, they ended up in penalty kicks, and Argentina won. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that 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 all comes down to penalty kicks. Does that is that hard for you guys to believe that it just it I, just I, comes down to what five kicks for each side? I mean, is is that what? I'd put another fifteen minute half in there. Or something. I mean, you know, I'd let I'd, it be played on the field. Do like so. sudden death. Don't don't they play the two or three halves and then they play it put time on the clock? No, they play two halves. Two two forty five minute halves, and then overtime is two fifteen, and then the, then they have dead time or or stoppage time, excuse penalty times, and then that so so you know players are injured, whatever the deal is, they add a little bit of time on the clock onto the end of the second half, and then the game's over, and of course there are no draws in the once you get to a certain stage of the World Cup, so you have to have a winner, and they go to penalty kicks. You know what I say? Take the goal from one end and move it to halfway down the field. 
or just make it, you know what I'm uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean, uh, take the goals and just move it to the half field line and cut the field in half where the goals are. It's just they're just a lot closer, and you can get a hell of a lot more shots on it. I think you know a lot of people on one in the field, then aren't you? Because you got your midline, that, your back line, your that's front right. Line, so and everybody the, come and on down. You know what? And you boom, a little short pass, and you're on your way to the other end. So I don't know, but anyway, congratulations, to Argentina. Um, just think, don't cry for them. Don't cry for Argentina. Seven months from now, the women were they the won't. same thing. Are you serious? Yeah, seven months. I mean, this just never stops. This never, I, I, it's I, kind I, of like the election cycle. The damn thing never stops. I just think maybe have an overtime period. And not have any time and just make it sudden death. First one to score wins. Yeah. You know, to me, that's the easiest way. Well, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, soccer ain't my thing, so. Yeah, who, yeah let, I'm like you. Who, who really cares? Let them go for it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, the Titans <laughs> found another way to, to lose. They tied the ball game up uh, beautifully late in the ball game, And then with just over 40 seconds to go. Justin Herbert and company got the ball back in Los Angeles at home. And um, Herbert threw a beautiful, beautiful dart uh, to get him into field goal range um, before regulation time ran out and the Titans could get to overtime. And they lost 17-14. And yet they're still leading the division, which is just – Un, it's almost like the the Buccaneers. Well, they're, they're only they're six and eight, and they're still in the league. They're only a game ahead of Jacksonville, right? I know. And they play Jacksonville the last game of the year. Is that right? That, that's it. Okay. So, and Jacksonville is playing a hell of a lot better. Trevor Lawrence, Easter Island, is now um, looking like he did when he played for Clemson. Beat the Cowboys yesterday overtime. Yeah, yeah. Had the uh, had the pick six. Uh, pick six, and uh, I'm sure Jerry Jones is not happy, and nothing could make me happier for Jerry Jones to be unhappy. And Trevor Long. Merry Christmas. Three for 318 yards. Merry Christmas, Mr. Jones. You know? Well, and the Eagles, the, the, the beat goes on. I know, you know, Chicago covered, which. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. Uh, but. They're they're course, thirteen and one. Yeah. I mean that's um that's unbelievable. And of course I was I was I made the my our fantasy playoffs, but I played Jalen Hurts yesterday. He had, but well, he threw some interceptions. He and, too. and ran and ran for three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah he did run. But Chicago so, Bears, Justin Fields rushed for. Yeah, he had. A, yards did you all see the run that Justin Fields? Oh, yeah. had? it was it was beautiful. Second and twenty seven, and uh, he takes off down the field from about I, I think it was like a forty seven forty. Two yard touchdown run. I uh, broke out of a couple of tackles in the backfield, and then took off down the left sideline, and kind of juked and jive and okey doked somebody at about the fifteen, and got in the end zone. And it was it was quite an impressive run for Justin Field. But hey, Titans fans, you know at least you know we're not Indianapolis Colt fans. Come on. I mean, there's there's a there's a silver true. lining, there's a silver lining out there somewhere. And by gosh, we're we're gonna find it here on the front porch sports radio hour. And the silver lining is, the Titans are not on the bad end of of NFL history, <laughs> and that is blowing a thirty three point lead, thirty three to nothing lead, 
in regular season, which is what Indianapolis did with Minnesota. Was that yesterday? I mean, Saturday. I was okay. Saturday then. It was Saturday then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got it right here. It's Saturday. And Minnesota won in overtime, 39 to 36. And the Colts were up on Minnesota, 33 to nothing at, at one point. At halftime. At halftime and lost the ball game. So, you know, we ain't the Colts. We're the Titans, but we ain't the Colts. Maybe that's we, we ought to get some, maybe we get some t shirts made up, Clayton, that say, that say that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We're the Titans, but we ain't the Colts. That's true. You know, something, something, something to that effect. So, anyway, uh, other just incredible uh, NFL uh, happenings was uh, the New England Las Vegas Raiders game yesterday. Uh, the Raiders drive down the field and tie the ball game up late, and then the New England Patriots get the ball back. Probably, I don't know about the thirty yard line, something like their own thirty, something yeah. like that. And they throw a pass, a fifteen twenty yard pass to about midfield, mm-hmm. and the receiver. Uh, and then they ran the ball with Stevenson. Okay, so that play. okay, so they ran the ball, and he kind of realized the clock was running out, and basically zeros on the clock. So he thought it was kind of like, uh, you know, the pitch back plays where you know they, they kick off to a team, and the team really doesn't have a shot at winning. So they're kind of th- keep throwing the ball laterally, laterally to the side or backwards, because if you throw it forward, it's illegal. But they keep throwing it backwards and backwards, and kind of running around, running around until somebody eventually gets tackled. Um, so, but what happened yesterday kind of was the backfire deal, right? Rut row. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen people lose now, games in situations like that as far as, you know, betting on the over or a spread. But I've never seen that happen in a tad game. No. And it actually caused the team loss. Well, the, the Raiders were favored by two yesterday. Um, so – you know, I would I would feel that if they win the game anyway, going to overtime, they're gonna they're gonna win it. So, uh, but uh, and for anybody that didn't see it, so Ramondre Stevenson runs the ball and he realizes the zeros on the clock. He's about on the out of bounds line, somewhere around midfield. So he decides to throw the ball back towards one of his players that are back, say, on, I don't know, on their own 40-yard line, looks like, somewhere in there. And when he throws it back, guess who he throws it to? Number 55 on the black team. Well, the first the throw, Raiders. The first throw he threw it back, the guy caught it. Then he started running backwards, and he looked around, and he for the third pitch, he pitched it back towards Mac Jones, and oh, it, looked, it went by him. <laughs> and then 55 caught it, and he pushed, pushed Jones oh, to the ground and – Touchdown Raiders and they win thirty twenty four just in the craziest damn ending you've ever seen. I'm sure Bill Bill Belichick had a meltdown. Oh, I, I, he had a come apart for sure. I mean, he just. I mean, you know, I would have and and I'm, a long flight back. I bet it was a long quiet flight all the way back to. I'm not sure the second Foxborough threw it back road to play. Well. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know what those guys were thinking, and I don't know who came up with that decision to do that, and I'm sure Bill Belichick's going to find out, and some we we might hear tonight, somebody might not have a job. I yeah, don't know. I mean, I, I thought the same thing. I could see somebody getting cut over something like that. And so that's, uh, you know, uh, the best team in the best the the best team in the NFL, the Philadelphia 
Eagles um, took care of business, 25-20 over Chicago. Um, the Dallas Cowboys also got beat in a walk-off touchdown, and that was a pick six by Dak Prescott by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fifty-four yards later, touchdown. I mean, the Jaguars. The Jaguars are kind of the Jaguars are kind of coming on like Detroit's kind of coming on. You know right. what I mean? I see similar, a, a young team I see, starting to figure. I out. see similarities uh, between those two teams. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL. Another game, Tampa Bay and the uh, and and their Bengals. and the goat um, versus the Bengals. Uh, who used to be called the Bungles. Yeah. But anyway, Tampa Bay has a 17-point lead. And in the first half, Cincinnati can't do anything. They can't throw the ball. They can't catch the ball. They can't run the ball. It's all Tampa Bay. All Tampa Bay. And the second half, it's like another team comes out. Joe Coolborough comes out, and he just starts blasting away. And they end up. Uh, they scored thirty four unanswered. They end up beating Tampa Bay thirty four to twenty three. Yeah, Tampa Bay scored a touchdown in the final under a minute to go in the game, which was good for those who had Tampa in a three team teaser at plus thirteen and a half. I'm just gonna throw that out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, you know, is, I'm not sure this is the way Tom Brady. He threw for three hundred twelve yards, but it still is this the way Tom Brady wants to go out? No. I mean, I I don't I don't see this the way Tom Brady wants to go no. out. I mean. You can see he's not even having fun. No, they're so out of sync offensively. I mean, this is this is what this is what he this is what he dumped his marriage for to go out like this. I mean, come on, I'm, I'm I, you know I don't believe it. I'm, I'm not having it. So. Well, Drake Saturday night, I enjoyed watching the game. Buffalo and Miami, the snowballs they score and everybody throws snowballs yeah. on the field. And you know they told the they told the fans of Miami, you keep throwing the snowballs, we're going to penalize your team fifteen yards. That's right. So. That was a good game. Uh, Buffalo ended up winning at 33-29, but uh, I enjoy watching that game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. It is uh, – it's Monday, the first show of the week, and we're going to go over some NCAA basketball we we'll get back, some other fun stuff. So don't go anywhere. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. I don't know if there will be snow. But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group. Your health is our primary care. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined by Clayton the Claw and Coach James D. Happy Monday, fellas. Happy Monday to you, Drake. Oh, Happy Monday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I tell you what, it is December. Let me check. It's December 19th, so that means we've got about mm, five and a half days of, of shopping, yeah. and I'm sure you cats are done. And you know what else is coming this weekend besides Santa Claus? What's that? Four-degree weather. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll begin my Christmas shopping on Friday. That's so, the best idea. You, you perform better kind of under pressure, don't you? I, do. I mean, you really do. I mean, you know what I mean? And Absolutely. 
And if they run out of what somebody wants, you just tell them, look, they were out. Man, what do you want me to do? I can't build it myself. You know what I mean? I don't know how to build an iPad. I don't know how to build a new i14 apple i iphone 14 come on the kids are taken care of uh everybody else you know they well, you know gift cards are always great man you know and i'm sure the way if you look at it like i do you know they get they get christmas year round absolutely i mean you know what i mean what's one day i mean it's you know living with me is like christmas 365 days a damn year i may try that when i go home today see yeah try to see how that works maybe sleeping on your it couch don't, later today. it don't work in my house <laughs> yeah, I it, it won't work in mine either i'm a little on edge right now you know i got that new puppy carl you carl, know, i got yeah. carl How's i got carl? carl carl's doing okay mama uh mama went to murfreesboro and to do some shopping with her daughter and so I'm at home with Carl and, and, you know, Carl really doesn't like his little crate. When we put him in his crate and leave him, he's just, you know, he just, oh, he just, it's terrible. He just squalls and you think somebody is poking needles into him the way he sounds. But, uh, so you know what I did? I just, he was asleep on the couch. I just snuck out, snuck out the back door and closed the door lightly and didn't put him in his crate and, oh, no. you know, it's just running through my mind what the you poss- did that to now he's at home right now he's at home hopefully asleep on the couch and oh boy oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i'll let i'll let you all know what how time that Susan's supposed to be back this evening so you'll beat her home though right when i get off the air here i'm going straight back home okay. so you know he'll give he, you time to clean up anything that could right and he yeah but I, he's he's Carl is pretty much housebroken. I'm telling you, Ted. But about ten, ten, eleven weeks that that he's a smart little dachshund. He really is, and uh, he's a good guy. And um, uh, the AP, I tell you what, if you if you guys are paying, I don't really pay a lot of attention to basketball until football is over. I'm just, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just that kind of guy. But being that we have a sports show to do, I like to talk a little bit about everything and kind of have a potpourri of sports topics and um the new ap top 25 poll is out and you know us being alabama fans alabama took it on the chin from they they beat houston and then they get gonzaga basically coming to alabama it was played in birmingham it wasn't at coleman coliseum in tuscaloosa but it was it was in the state of alabama it's a home game yeah. i mean you know let's, let's just call it what it is a home game they played gonzaga and they got beat 100 to 90 and they scored 90 points and got beat and well that's because gonzaga scored 100 well i mean not, not points, trying to be captain obvious i know coach, but, but I mean, 90 points by a college basketball team is strong yeah yeah and, and brandon miller went off 36 yeah. points there you go and um so we were all flying high with Houston victory, Alabama over Houston, because Houston was ranked number one at that time. Then we think, okay, come on, Gonzaga, we're big, bad Alabama. And number 15 ranked Gonzaga kind of knocked us down a notch, right? Took us down a notch, wouldn't Correct. you say? Correct. Let me, let me tell you right now, we're talking about Alabama basketball. Wednesday night they play uh, – I'll pick this up here. They play Jackson State tomorrow in Tuscaloosa. On December 28th, they travel to Mississippi State, undefeated Mississippi State. January 3rd, they play Ole Miss. January 7th, they play Kentucky and Alabama. January 11th, they play Arkansas. And then they play LSU. 
and then they play Vanderbilt on January seventeenth. Look what our schedule that is. That's, that's pretty, pretty tough. That's it pretty is. tough. There's a, there's two Jackson State and the Vanderbilt game might be their two obviously two easy. The other the other the other three or four or coin flips whether they can win or not. That's right. right. And they just took down. Memphis, they just took down Houston, North they, Carolina, North Carolina, and so. Uh, but the uh, but the, I'm telling you, the college basketball world coming up once football is over is going to be extremely interesting uh, because I'm just you're going to have once you get to March Madness, you're probably going to have eight or ten teams that could win it all, and uh, depending on when they start playing their best. And peaking, you know, at the right time. Um, okay, so with the new AP AP poll out, <clears throat> as of this morning, Purdue at 11-0 is number one. They've got that big seven-foot Edie kid. Mm-hmm. UConn 11-0 is number two. Houston 11-1 with the Alabama defeat is number three. Number four is Kansas at 10-1. Five is Arizona, and Arizona took care of business against the Vols. Oh, there you go. There's that darn rooster. There's wow. that darn rooster. That is that a Christmas rooster? I think, I, don't, so. I think it's a Christmas cock. I think, I think, I know one thing, it, it keeps I think they call him a Christmas cock. Okay. Knows if, if, if they're green and red feathers down there in South Carolina, they're called Christmas cocks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so I think that might be – yeah, that's our buddy. So anyway, um, yeah, Arizona took care of the Vols this past weekend. Uh, and I believe that was a five-point game, like 80-75 or 75-70. Right. Um Virginia, who just got beat by Houston that lost Alabama last week, uh, is ranked six and they're eight and one. Uh, Texas is nine and one at number seven. Tennessee, uh, our buddies up at, they're ranked eighth and they're nine and two. Nine and two. Alabama is right behind them in ninth at nine and two. Arkansas is tenth at ten and one. Gonzaga is eleventh at nine and three. Baylor is seven and two, and they are twelfth. UCLA is thirteenth. Duke is fourteenth at ten and two. Mississippi State eleven and zero is fifteenth. So they must their their schedule must not be that eleven zero schedule must not be as strong as we'll find out in twenty uh, eighth of this month. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna find out. Well, here how did about Tennessee? 10 days. How did Tennessee? I, I heard a lot of this during football season. How did Tennessee jump Alabama? They got beat, and we got beat. I heard that in football. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how. That's they, all I, I don't know how they do that. I don't either. How, you know, Clayton? I, I'm I'm really not sure. I, we lost. And they lost. Football makes more sense because of the way they lost to South <laughs> Carolina. Yeah, this goes that Christmas cop, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What are y'all? I'm just saying. Oh my god! But anyway, let's it'll, let's, it'll all settle itself out. There you go. Sure, let's well. see who else. Uh, Kentucky's at 19. Auburn's at 23rd. 20 ranked 23rd in the country. And then that's about it uh, as far as SEC teams go, and the uh, top 25 in basketball. Now let's go back. Let's revisit a story. That we did back in when we started this show, Clayton, and we talked about 
What would we do if we were sitting in the stands, uh, in the bleacher, in the bleach, in the cheap seats, in the bleachers at a major league baseball game? And Aaron Judge stepped to the plate and hit his 60-second home run, and we caught the ball. Now, what we what the question was, what would you do with it? No. There was three options. I think keep it, give it away, or get paid. Get keep paid. it, give it back to the, the, the guy that hit it, or sell it, right. right? Well, the guy that caught the ball, okay, the guy that caught the 60-second home run, by Aaron Judge. Uh, his name is Corey Yeomans, or Yeomans, Y-O-U-M-A-N-S. Uh, he, in November, he was offered $3 million for the ball mm. and mm. did not take it. Huh? Yep. Uh, he declined that offer. Uh Saturday, they Yeomans put the ball up for auction, and I'll let you all guess how much it brought. Coach, guess 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 how much? I'd say, get, I'd say the, eight million. I'm going to say auctions never go the way they want you to think it's going to go. I'm I'm going to say eight hundred thousand. One point five million. So, <laughs> so Mr. Corey Yeomans, by betting on himself and his and his bright idea that turned down the three million for the ball, now got one and a half million for the ball. So he got half of what he got offered, not and, counting the auction fee. Yeah, about to say some auctioneer talked him into doing this, and they just probably made thirty percent. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's some big uh, auctioning fee for it. You sure, know, there's the sellers, sellers, buyers and sellers fee. Sellers fee, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's so about if it's thirty percent, that's four hundred. So it's, you know, so he he might have made he might have gotten a million bucks after taxes. He won't. You know, after I, he pays the auctioneer. I, I mean, you know, he pays his taxes. It'll be less than a million. You talking about kicking yourself? So. Uh, Golly! But anyway, so he uh, Mr. Yeomans ends up betting on himself and. Getting half of the amount of money through an auction company, then he was offered straight up by one by one person. So therefore, you think about the money you save by not by not paying the auctioning fees to that one person that offered you three million. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, take bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Uh, 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 that's got, what a, it's what the Christmas cock told me anyway. Has, has there been any? <laughs> has there been any? Any comment from this guy yet? Uh, you know, there, there has, there really no in this article. Uh, no, he didn't. Supposedly, Yomas made the catch at the time. He said he wasn't sure what he wanted to do with the ball. And the next day, he reportedly received reportedly received a two million dollar offer for the ball from an auctioneer and turned it down. Um, the record, the record price for a home run ball is three million dollars. Someone w- was willing to pay that much for Mark McGuire's seventieth, um, which has an asterisk next to it. Um, but anyway, it, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just amazing um, how some people, you know, misstep. Now, 
if you look back on Aaron Judge, you know, Aaron Judge this past spring, in the spring of 22, got offered a huge contract um, for by the Yankees. And then uh, he turned it down. Uh, that, uh, you know, because he was going to be a free agent at the end of this year, right? Right. So he goes, so Aaron Judge goes on this home run, record breaking home run spree and hits his 62nd, breaks a single season record. Everybody's going crazy in New York. And guess what? He makes 130, he gets, signs another contract with the Yankees and makes an extra $130 million. So his decision, turned out a little bit better on his part rather than Mr. Yalman's who did not turn out very well. Well, Judge had had a say in what he was able to do. Mr. Yalman unfortunately did not. So uh, Aaron Judge made the most of his opportunity, and uh, he's going to get get the bucks to, to back it up. But uh, Mr. Yalman, my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes greed gets you nowhere. The, or gets you half of what you were offered. Yeah, that's nowhere. Absolutely. Um Right now, as we speak, the what is today? Today, the Myrtle Beach Bowl is between the Thundering Herd of Marshall. Are they the Thundering Herd? Right. right. Uh-huh. They was up and, seven nothing. And the Yukon in the Yukon. Check a score on that for me, Coach. I think it, uh, I saw fourteen nothing in the second quarter. Marshall was ahead. Is this the first time Yukon playing the bowl game? By the years? time this, by the time we air, it's it's over anyway. By the time we air, because we're recording a little early during the holidays. But uh, that is the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and. Um, Tomorrow is the Idaho Idaho Potato Bowl between Eastern Michigan and San Jose State, and uh, that's at two thirty tomorrow afternoon. And then at six thirty tomorrow night is the Boca Raton Bowl. I bet that's in Florida. Right now, marshaled up twenty-one to nothing, and it's a few minutes left in the second quarter. Okay, Toledo versus Liberty in the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, speaking of Liberty. Um, they put Malik in there for a little bit. He just yeah, that that you talking about just you know. he's got a long way to go. I mean, he's got you know he just got a long way to go. Uh, you know, but the quarterback struggle in the NFL the first couple of years. I mean, Peyton Manning did. He ended up being one of the best. And you know, there I mean, there are a number of quarterbacks that struggle till they get the speed of the game down and 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 whatever it takes. And, Ma- some, and some struggle for a decade and quit. Like Marcus Mariota, it's hard that's to get right. comfortable unless you got an offensive that's right. that's, line. That's gotten under your that that bird's gotten underneath your saddle, hasn't it? It has. I, I that that's just and I, you know, I, but it's he's very disappointing, and he's really a nice, really know, super nice guy. I mean, that's I'm just what makes telling it, you. It's just hard to believe that that you know he married he married the Middle Tennessee State University uh, girls soccer coach. And I just I don't know I don't know what that's all about. Maybe take we're not his ball and go home. That just maybe really we're not getting the full story. I don't know. I just hate to hear that he just quit. I mean, you know, and I'm sure there are plenty of Titans and Atlanta Falcon players that have played with him, and Las Vegas Raiders players that have played with him that just find that almost impossible to believe that he would just. Well, you know, you got to go back when he's with the Titans. That dude got sacked more than the New York Stock Exchange. But Absolutely. They, they beat him to death a few years up here at Tennessee, so he might not be right, Clayton. Well, hey, we'll see Lewis tomorrow night at our uh, 
little function that we're going to be having, and uh, we'll, we'll get a we'll get Lewis's opinion because you're talking about the ultimate Mariota fan. He was heartbroken when the Titans, you know, yeah. chose Tannehill over Mariota. So is my wife. Really? No, she's got the biggest. She got the biggest crush on Marcus Mario. So what are the saying? One bigger, bigger crush on him than she has on me, and I I find that hard. You know, I find that hard to believe, but it's true. You know, it's true. (laughs) You're gonna say I I didn't do it. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, so where where do the Titans go though, quarterback wise? I mean, what what happens at the end of this year with Tannehill? Well, they don't go anywhere because they've. I don't know how many more years are left on his contract. Either this is it or next year. Well, they don't have any money on the cap. They have banked out. Well, they're going to keep. They're going to keep Tannehill until he's gone because ain't nobody else going to pay him twenty two to twenty five million dollars a year. I don't think he's worth it. I don't think he's worth. I mean, you know, I would say he might be worth half that. He might be. I mean, you know. Well, do do you cut bait and and then yeah. move up to get a quarterback? Is the question. Well, it just depends on who's there. You know, a lot of teams have different needs when it comes to draft time. So you might look out. Of course, the problems with the Titans, they, they play kind of mediocre football. So their, their schedule kind of drops them down, but drop them down in the middle of that first round draft to the low, to the lower third. Well, you tight. You, you know got, what I mean? You got a serious problem right now. You fired Mr. Rob, J. Rob, and you got somebody in there sort of representing this stuff here. And so Raz are, as a few months ago, you need to be concentrated on the draft. And right now, Tennessee's in a bad draft situation right now. They don't have any first round toppers. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to figure something out pretty soon because, uh, and you know, not all's lost for the Titans. They're seven and seven. I would say they're probably gonna win the the AFC South. I mean, I'm 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 gonna bank. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say they're gonna win the AFC South. Uh, if not, it'll be probably one of the most historic. Falls from grace uh, in NFL history as far as winning a division. I mean, they had the dang thing pretty much locked down. Um, So I'm going to say they're going to win it. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Winners and losers from this weekend – um, the Cincinnati Bengals, we talked after halftime, they, they were winners, right? Yes, they were. So they were down 17 nothing, and then came back and kicked the tar out of uh, the GOAT and uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Justin Herbert, he came out a winner. Um, you know, he, he, he did it. He had, he had a pretty decent game. And the Titans, the Titans defense played a hell of a ball game. That, I mean, that's the thing. Week in, week out, they keep replacing guys, but the defense has been doing their job. It's been the offense that's been so there bad. There you go. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he threw two interceptions early and then came back and ran for three scores. And the VP. Uh, and then held on and held on to take his 13 and one Eagles to a 25 20 win over the Bears. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he – they kind of came out of the gate stumbling uh, against uh, the Houston Texans. And uh, thanks to Mr. Mahomes uh, and Mr. McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon, running back, he had a 26-yard rushing touchdown. They came out 30-24 victors over, um, over the Texans. And uh, looking at the AFC's top seed. So if the Bills, you know, depends on, on, on how, the, how the Bills, where they get theirs together. Mitchell Trubisky for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, he 
He was a first-round draft out of North Carolina, I think, and then uh, by the Bears. Did he start out with the Bears? Mm. He started out with the Bears, and then they cut him or trade him over to the Steelers. Correct. Um, and he played well against a, a pretty good Carolina Carolina defense for a 24-16 win. Matter of fact, that, that last field goal, meaningless field goal by Carolina cost me the under on that game uh, and didn't even mean they kicked it with like nine seconds to go and they're de- to make them down by eight anyway i'll get over it it's christmas um this is the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake coach d clayton the claw we're gonna send you out a little christmas music give us two minutes and i've got uh a little eight ball action all right for night's monday night football game when we get back Yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We're here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090 about a new fence maybe you need a pole barn then you should give sands fence company a call that's 931-309-1644 will sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty quality and integrity sands fence company has been in business for over 20 years providing the community with farm residential and commercial fencing as well as pole barns and buildings call today for a free estimate sands fence company 931-309-1644 931-309-1644 Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I don't know about you, but I just love 
love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio <laughs> Hour. You know what? I, when I hear this song, I think about Apollo Creed. That was it. Yeah. I think about I think about James Brown sliding across the floor. You know, getting down. You know, he was fighting the Russian, wasn't he? Yes, it was the exhibition match. Did not work out very well for him. James Brown has a Christmas album. Do you yeah. know that it's called I, Funk? I, it's called Funky Christmas. I bet it's good. It is pretty good, and you ought to you ought to send us out with something on that. Uh, or bring us in one day yeah, before uh, Thursday. There Thursday. you go. There Work you go. on that Thursday. Okay, I was going over a few winners and losers over the weekend in the NFL. Another lose. Uh, let's go to the losers now. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots on the maybe the dumbest play in <laughs> NFL history. Possibly. Yeah, it's bloopers. I hit the blooper show, buddy. They were in a tie game, and they decided in the final play of regulation when they started to throw desperate laterals back at back behind uh, to their teammates, and they didn't throw it to their teammates. They threw it to the opposite team, and the opposite team ran it in for a touchdown. So uh, they joined the losers list. That was ugly. Any, another loser, uh, anybody anybody that watched, took the time to watch the Broncos and Arizona Cardinals football game are losers. Okay, I'm just telling you. <laughs> and I'm just saying that. Because Brett Rippian, and I guess that's Mark Rippian's son, is Rippian's son. Yeah. Is that is that correct? I, I think so. He started he started for the Denver Broncos and Colt McCoy, um, out of Texas, started for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh McCoy suffered a concussion. So they took McCoy out and put in Trace McSorley, which McSorley was at Penn State. Penn State was correct. And considered he was I want to say he was a Heisman finalist at one point or not. Or, he was up there. He he was a big recruit for James Franklin, but uh, hadn't really panned out in the NFL yet. Uh, yeah, uh, and both offenses were pretty, pretty, pretty terrible. In the so Broncos. it was like Russell Wilson was playing, actually. Yes, it was. It was very similar, like Russell was playing. Okay, but the Broncos won twenty four fifteen, and uh, you know, let's not ever talk about that game again. You want to? Let's just, just gross. Yeah. Let's just let's just put it about put it out of our minds. Um, the New York Jets they they've got them here on the losers. The Jets defense had to had to know that Zach Wilson uh, back at quarterback. It had to win Sunday's game, uh, and Wilson played pretty well. And the Jets defense couldn't close the door. They allowed they allowed uh, Jared Goff and uh, the hot uh, Detroit Lions to. Go down the field and kick and and kick the go ahead field goal, and then the Jets got the ball and went down the field and missed the tying field goal with with no time. Quentin Williams got hurt in that game, which really hurt. Well, you know, he was kind of banged up going into it. And I think he just played to be playing, and and then he didn't work out. It did not work out. Is he? Is it? Did it get worse? Did his injury get worse? And still waiting to hear this week from the Jets about what his availability is going to look okay. like this week. Uh, let's see what else was. Who else are losers this weekend? 
you know, the once promising Atlanta Falcons season when uh, they were four and four uh, after an overtime win over the Carolina Panthers, and now the since then they, the, you know, the wheels have fallen off. They they lost to the Saints yesterday, twenty one eighteen. They benched Mariota, supposedly Mariota left the team. He quit, and according to Clayton the Claw, he quit, and he's mad about that. And my wife says something's up. She she's not gonna. You know, she has that big crush on Mariota. So, anyway, they put in Desmond Ritter, who uh, is a rookie from University of Cincinnati. And he struggled most of the game, completing just 13 of 26 passes for 97 yards. So That's 50%. Yeah, that's and it's just – That's not good. That's not good. So, um, those are some winners and losers from the weekend in the world of the NFL – and, uh, you know, if you're big NFL fans like we are, uh, it was a crazy darn weekend. I mean, it was – what did you all say? There's how Every every game was decided by oh, – possession, One possession or less other than the Tampa Bay-Cincinnati game. Which, every, other, every other game was pretty much single-digit loss or, or with, within single digits. With three overtimes. And what a big win last night for the Giants to go on the road in Washington. Washington. Yeah. yeah, and the Giants have been on the slide kind of, you know, and that's that's kind of why people expected the Titans to take care of business, and I think that's why Vegas had that line so low yesterday is because they felt as though the Titans were going to wake up and get it going. Give the ball to Derrick Henry against one of the worst rushing defenses in the in the NFL. And they just couldn't get it going. They couldn't get any couldn't get any offense generated. And you know you got to look at. I'm, I'm sorry, but you got to look at Todd Downing at some point. I mean, I know the guy got a DUI. I know that I feel sorry for the guy. Made a bad decision. The the, the com, comeback story of the year is Brian Robinson. He had 89 yards rushing yesterday. This cat was shot with twice in the leg, something like that. Yeah, he got sh- he got shot in the knee. Knee, yeah. He's, he got now. Listen, this guy took a bullet to the knee. What six weeks ago? Yeah, it was right before the start of the season. Yeah. Okay, so he t- he takes a shot to the knee. And how do you take a bullet to the knee and it not screw something, hurt something in your knee? I mean, there's all types of ligaments. There's all types of uh, cartilage and tissue holding everything together. So that thing. It just tells you works. how well that man is built. Oh, well, he selected as the NFL man of the year. I think, yeah. I said, I seen it yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Come back. Well, good for him. Man. You know, and, uh, I, you know, I'll have to give him a roll tide. Yeah. That's, that's all I can tell. Abs- absolutely. Um, speaking of wild weekends, uh, I know y'all started out Friday with the, uh, game of the week on 101.7. Y'all had the call down in, uh, Mount, Mount Pleasant. Pleasant. Tell us yes. about that real quick. Uh, well, it was a, Mount Pleasant and Richland. Uh, Richland was visiting, and uh, you know Richland took care of business. Is about all. I can tell. Yeah, with the girls' game, they they really took care of business, and they controlled most of that game uh, in the boys' game. Uh, uh, Mount Pleasant made a late run to make it a little. Yeah, more it got it got a little hectic, and they then Mount Pleasant kind of woke up there with the last four minutes of the ball game, five minutes of the ball game, and, and tried to close it down. And I felt as though if Mount Pleasant had come with that intensity defensively and offensively the whole game, they they probably would have won the ball game. Could have. Or yeah. it, it, it would have at least been close, close. Uh, right? Big crowd of people there. Uh, yeah, that, that Gage Kirk, the 6'5 uh, kid for, for Richard. Richard. Yeah, number 25. Uh, he, he was the difference maker, rebounding, yeah. hitting shots down low, and also hit, he hit a couple of threes. And when he got fouled, he went to free throw and knocked him down, free right. throw line and knocked him down. And, you know, that's what you got to do when people are foul, fouling you trying to get the ball back. 
Um, yeah, the crowd was pretty good. Richland travels very well. I'm, uh, kudos to the folks at Richland. They filled it up pretty, pretty good. And by the time the boys game tipped off, the Mount Pleasant side was filled up. And I think they were excited to see us. Where are we head? Oh, we're not, no, we're not headed anywhere till, we're going to Cullioca next January year. January 6th. Yes. So we'll be at Cullioca. January 6th. Do you know who they're playing? I think it's Hampshire. Hampshire, I think. Okay. The Hampshire Hawks and the Cullioca. Well, they're the what are the Warriors? Warriors, but this could you know be a, they used this, to be the Blue Devils. Well, this could be a throwback game where you see the Blue Devil jerseys. What? Because Hampshire used to be the Red Devils. That's right. That is nuts. Okay, I like the Blue Devils. Now. I like the Blue Devils too. I don't see Duke Blue wrong. Devils. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, we, you know, you had a. Does Duke still go by the Blue Devils? Absolutely. There was a parent in the nineties that made a complaint saying that they thought that the name would lead to sin. Satanic worshiping, so you know, yeah, it's just that's like, that. I that's remember that, when that one happened. That's that extreme stuff going on. It's just crazy. Oh, well, if, I mean, it, well if, if anything, they're going to end up making them change the Warriors now. You know who? The, you know what I mean? You know yeah, who, I mean, who, the, you know who the principal was when that all went down? Who was that? Danny Long. Dan Long. That's right. Well, he was principal. I, yeah, I just <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, tonight we've got Monday Night Football, and uh, it should. Really, not be much of a ball game. The beat up defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams are going to the Baker, frozen tundra. Baker Mayfield, Los Angeles. Who, yes, who the they're frozen saying, tundra of Lambeau Field. You're a Raiders fan. There's talk that McDaniel's wants to to bring in Baker Mayfield next year. The Derek Carr experiment is over. You know, and the, that just goes you that just goes to show you that uh, marijuana is legal in the state of Nevada <laughs> for him to be for him to think that. I mean, God, what is wrong with him? Jesus. I mean, okay, look, I, you know, Baker the Baker Mayfield experience, experiment, I don't know. You know, maybe he'll I don't know. Maybe he'll make the greatest backup ever. I, I don't know what the, we're going to find out tonight, uh, to see if that last first game with the, with Rams when, when he came in in 36 hours and suited up. And one thing about it though, What's if that? they pull this trade off, Baker gets to live in a brand new stadium. That's right. Brown. Uh, nice. He, that's right. Imagine he's he gets out of that double wide up there in Cleveland. <laughs> He gets out. He gets out. He and his wife get out of the double wide, and they get into that brand new that SoFi Stadium. Oh, is yeah, nice, nice, man. You've you actually been on a tour. Of I've been, uh, now, and the SoFi is nice. And I've been on the. I have not been to SoFi, but we went on the tour of the Raiders Stadium, and it is super nice. And uh, you know, I don't know. The Raiders just seem like they're they're just so in love with Derek Carr. I just don't see Derek Carr going any place. But you anyway. got eight ball pick. Eight ball pick tonight, Monday Ooh. Night Football. Take under the 39 and a half. Under the 39 and a half is where the eight ball is tonight. Uh, we're going to come back and talk to you and do this all again on Thursday, four o'clock. And we're, then we're going to do it Friday. So we got two more, two more shows before Christmas and uh, might work something up for the bowls and Christmas special. Okay. Thank you for listening. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach D, Clayton McClaw. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And we'll talk to you Thursday.